Hi everyone, this is Dr. Dre, your health bay. I am very excited as I have an amazing guest with me today who's a colleague and a sorority sister of mine who wrote a children's book called Let's Learn Espanol for the Holistic Toddler, Dr. Ashley Gonzalez. How are you? Hi! I'm so excited. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited for this interview because obviously this is episode nine. So I've, I have a few under my belt, but I'm really excited for what you're doing. Not only just because I love you, respect you and appreciate you, but I feel like you're a catalyst for our profession. So I'm really excited to be here and share exactly what it is that you're doing. Why don't you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about your background? Oh, you're so sweet. Dr. Dre. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Crazy. We're doing it. Yeah. So hi everyone. I'm Dr. Ashley. I am a recent graduate of Life Chiropractic College West. Before I even came into the chiropractic profession, I was actually a dancer for about 10 years of my, you know, latter childhood life going into my young adulthood. I actually was contracted on a few dance teams during undergrad. The whole time really wanting to be a pediatrician. I come from an immigrant family, so they wanted me to have a I'm doing air quotes, real profession, not really do anything super artsy, something that'll actually guarantee me money. I didn't do that (laughs) because I just (laughs) didn't vibe with me. But I did always have pediatrician, pediatrics in the back of my mind. Uh, Even though that didn't speak to me right away. Anyway, I just kept on dancing until one day got a dance injury, led me to chiropractic, talking to that chiropractor, led me to chiropractic school. And then somehow during the curriculum, down the line of the curriculum, I found pediatric chiropractic, which I didn't know was a thing. Learned more about it, took some ICPA courses. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, it's the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association course certification. Currently almost all the way done with that. Uh, yeah, and just kind of basically made a big old circle back to not really pediatrician medical doctor, but more of a pediatric chiropractic doctor. And now here I am just trying to mold my love for art and chiropractic and health and creating all into one beautiful little thing, which yeah, like she mentioned, it culminated into this first publication of mine, Wild. Yeah. I absolutely love it because I don't think a lot of people are aware that kids and babies can be adjusted. And the conversations that I have with people, anytime I say that, they're shocked and they're like, well, you can adjust kids, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so I feel chiropractors are really advancing as far as like educating people on what it is we do. And not a lot of people know. So The stigma is, right, if you're in a car accident or low back pain, Mm -hmm. but we do so much more than that. So much more. Yes. So much more. The world only knew. Yes. (laughs) That's where we come in, right? That's where we come in with educating them beyond what, you know, what the media popularizes. I mean, what they see isn't wrong. There's just way more to it than they're exposed to. Right. And so I love that you wrote this book. Mm -hmm. Not only do we adjust babies and kids, Mm -hmm. but this is just another way to put that out there and inform people. Exactly. And I'm all about education. So what was your inspiration for this book? How did this first develop? So it's interesting. I was telling you before we started recording that the two random doodles on the cover actually started as doodles on my iPad. Um, I started messing with Procreate a lot, especially during the pandemic because there was nothing really to do at home. (laughs) So I just started doodling away and these kind of just sat in my files. And then one day I looked at them like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of cool. I'm going to call my mom and tell her about this random doodle that I did. And somehow during that conversation with with my mom, we started talking about different aspects of health. You know, there's health foods, there's movement, there's different health professions, just kind of bantering about who knows 
how to say each of these words in Spanish. Um, obviously, she's from Mexico, so she won. <laughs> she, she knew a lot more words in Spanish than I did. And we just kept kind of going back and forth like, Mom, what's the word for doula? Mom, what's the word for midwife? What's the word for pasture-raised chicken? And we just, like I said, we just kept going. And she at one point stopped me and like, are you, and asked, are you writing these down, Mija? Are you writing these down? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Hold on. And so before we knew it, at the end of that, what seemed like an hour and a half long conversations, we just had a running list of all these words that I had been learning mm-hmm. uh, how to say in Spanish. And it just kind of all fell under the health scope. Anyway, it's kind of divided them into categories and doodled away a little bit more. And the book somehow came about. Developed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. So it's Let's Learn Espanol mm-hmm. for Holistic Toddlers. For those of my listeners who um, haven't seen the book yet, how is it structured? Is it a storyline or is it like terms with pictures or what does that look like? It's more terms with pictures. The first category is like the human body, saying different words of the human body, translating it from English to Spanish nose, nariz, lips, labios. And it just has cute little graphics to kind of go along with it to help kids learn. This is a nose. You say it like this, nariz. And then body organs, like I mentioned, health professions, health jobs, health foods, colors, seasons, family members. It's very basic children's book, but with Mm -hmm. a little, but more focused on the health realm. Got it. So there is categories in here. Yes. And in those categories, you have like matching pictures to the words. I, yes. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Very visually appealing to those that are visual learners, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then I guess my second question would be, are you going to make an English version of this or not really because it is dual because it has the English and the um, Spanish word. I, I'm right? really glad you asked that. Yeah. So you're right. This one mm-hmm. is more of a dual dual language mm-hmm. book. Um, I do plan to have some books that are only English and some books that are only Spanish. Okay. Um, we might get into more of that later. But yes. That is what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's go right into it. So are there plans for more books or? There are. I don't want to give away the timeline yet, but I'm kind of working for my chiropractors out there. I'm actually working on a couple more children's books, baby's first visit and mama gets adjusted. And (laughs) it's going to be very poetry, like very poem based, you know, Mm -hmm. children's book, poem, rhymey, Mm -hmm. and just currently working on the illustrations and then we'll We'll see. We'll oh, see my it. heart. My heart <laughs> loves that so much. Uh, so why do you think that this is important? There are children's books out there that talk about medical stuff. Why do you think that this is important to really focus on the holistic aspect and kind of go in that direction and not mold children, but just educate them and their parents in this way? Right. Well, I've been asked that a few times, Ashley, what exactly is holisticness or holism? Why, why did you put the word holistic in your title? And it's just to really remind people that health is about the entire human body. It's not just about parts that get injured or parts that stop working as efficiently. It's about making sure the entire body is working as one. You know, you get it. You're a chiropractor. People out there, I'm sure you get it. It's all connected. (laughs) (laughs) It is the mind body connection, right? As a wholeness. And I think that that's why I like that you have certain things incorporated in there that it's not just, you know, one particular thing. You talk about other professions, you talk about food. Right. And under when you typically ask a kid or anyone really, tell me about a health job, a health profession, the typical answer is going to be a medical doctor or yeah, a nurse, right. which isn't bad. They are in the health field, but I wanted to make sure that people knew 
that teachers and yoga instructors, chiropractors, massage therapists, their therapists in general are also in the health field. And I purposely put those on the first page with the more norm answers like nurse and medical doctor more towards the end because that's already engraved in, into their psyche. So right. I just want to make sure I want to keep shoving it down their throat. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the more traditional. Exactly. Yeah, the more traditional ones are listed last. And it's so funny. My fiance actually was very proud. There's a under the office visit page, mm -hmm. there's a, a translation for vitamins and supplements, vitaminas y suplementos. But instead of putting a picture that may look like a pill or something there, put a sun for vitamin, vitamin D. Vitamin D. I love it. <laughs> and then just like a generic bottle for supplements. So people, kids don't actually see something that may look like a pill, but mm -hmm. it's actually a supplement vitamin. And it just gets confusing. Right. So because anyway. they were relating the two. Uh -huh. Yeah. So uh -huh. I love you're trying to change that normality, how people view things. Exactly. And it starts young, right? Right. So if we... Right can get the kids to see this, be exposed to this sooner in life. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're a hundred percent correct with that because I know as a kid, I had a little stethoscope and I played doctor yeah. and whatever, but what would that really look like for our profession right. if they had more understanding of holistic health? Mm -hmm. I mean, it just opens up so many doors and possibilities. So I think that's really fantastic. <laughs> um, so we can expect more books from you. Yes. Exactly. Okay. What about anything else in the future? besides books? Like, do you have anything going on or? So right now I mentioned, I just recently graduated this last mm -hmm. March. I'm actually taking a bit of a chiropractic hiatus uh, for the rest of 2021, hoping to start practicing in 2022. Until then, I'm just kind of tapping back into my passion for art and creating things with my hands, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I'm very big into macrame. So I'm working on macrame and weaving business. But what's really been calling at me lately is just designing posters. I mentioned I got really into Procreate during the um, during 2020, and the goal, the dream this year is to create a line of posters that people can just have in their office. More, you know, aesthetics. Yeah, aesthetics are nice, right? So these posters are they super anatomy based, like something that's out of like a medical textbook, or are they, you know, can we color them ourselves, or what do they look like? Right. So that's something I've also been kind of. That's why I haven't launched yet because I'm just trying sure. to figure out what I want to do with yeah. it. Yeah. A couple years ago, we started this chiropractic conference. For for women chiropractors called Making Herstory. And the goal is to connect this poster line with Making Herstory, having a line of posters of women chiropractors adjusting. So like have pictures of women gonsig chiropractors, female pediatric chiropractors, female sports chiropractors, like tiny women adjusting this big, massive basketball football yeah. player guy. <laughs> Just something to be a little more empowering. So I think mm -hmm. kind of, I don't know if that answers your question, but it's more uh, women chiropractors adjusting type of chiropractic posters that I'm going for. Okay. Not really educational. It's just more of a, I wish I had a visual to show you, but it's like, mm -hmm. you've seen, if you've seen those procreate yes. photos. Yes. Mm -hmm. So very like women empowering and exactly. Yeah. Which I love because in the chiropractic profession, I don't know if my listeners are aware or not, but we have several different techniques. So when you say, you know, a Gonstead practitioner mm -hmm. and, you know, um, someone who just does upper cervical only and whatever. So those are all different techniques that we have. And we don't have anything like that that's out there because our founders for chiropractic are men mm -hmm. and there are some strong females that had a lot to do with like starting schools and stuff like that but nothing in today's world that yeah. we have that we can necessarily have like kids or maybe you know yeah they're just more graphics more graphics with women as in the doctor role um, right. there's plenty of graphics out there with men playing the doctor role in those posters which is great 
more power to them. But I want to be able to elevate the women in our profession to, I don't know, it just kind of helps with the psychology of it all. If they can see a woman adjusting mm-hmm. on a poster in their right. classroom, then right. it empowers them to be more and do more. I love that We like so more. <laughs> I love that so much. So let's talk about where your book is available. Yeah, so it's currently only available on Amazon. I'm working on a couple other avenues, but right now you can just look it up. Let's learn Espanol for the holistic toddler, and it should be the first or second image that pops up. Perfect. And it is just one option as far as like soft cover, hard cover. Right now it's only available on soft cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what about ebooks? Are you looking in the future of like making things more electronic so it's accessible for people with Kindle and iPads? Uh, yeah. So when I first launched this book, I didn't even plan for a lot of people to hear about it. I planned it for it to be two buys, my mom and maybe my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out people are actually really liking it and wanting it. So the, an ebook never really crossed my mind until I saw how well this book did. Got so it. ebook is next on the list and then hardcover and whatever else comes to comes mind later. After. Mm-hmm. What about coloring books? <gasps> coloring books are in the, so are cool. in the giraffe yes, right now. Yes. So many ideas. Cause I know for me, my artistic side mm-hmm. really enjoyed. I bought the Netter's coloring book. While I was going through school, not only did that help me learn all the different parts of the body and stuff like that, I've kept it pristine so that I can use it as a resource or a reference uh-huh. book. And I'm like, look at all these pretty colors <laughs> and everything that I did because I used to draw a lot in color and stuff like that. So for me, that was really cool. And as you know, when you're thinking about something or you're learning the aesthetic part and when you're actually putting it on paper or doing something, you tend to remember it. Exactly. Exactly. And so that would be really cool. Exactly. I was talking to uh, Sandy Arthur, the creator of Sandy Spines. She creates a whole line of anatomy posters in the chiropractic world. Uh, we were just kind of talking one day and she said that her dream is to be the future Dr. Seuss for chiropractic. I want to be the future Shel Silverstein for chiropractic. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and just to have two different lines of, or just to have a whole line of books that are yes. just rhyme on rhyme on rhyme where kids are you know, just reciting the poems. I yeah. Know. And engaged and right. learning. And exactly. yeah, it's the dream. That's the long-term goal. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh my gosh. Watch out netters. Watch <laughs> out. Shel Silvers. Watch out Dr. Seuss. They're coming for you. That is awesome. Side note from your book. Mm-hmm. I would love to tell the listeners, basically just talk a little bit about adjusting kids. Um, before we talk about kids, let's even bring it back further than that and talk about the importance of mommies who are pregnant mm-hmm. and getting adjusted and what that can do for them and what are the benefits of being adjusted while you're pregnant. Well, I think we can all agree that pregnancy is a wild ride of changes on changes on changes for mama, right? I mean, her body's changing. Her body chemistry is changing. There's just like her mental capacity to hold information and just Mm -hmm. everything is rewiring in her human, in her body. So I think with the chiropractic adjustment, if anything, it's really just supporting her during all of these wacky changes that are happening inside of her. Her ligaments are getting more loose. Her muscles are becoming muscles, joints, bones. Everything is just becoming a lot more unstable because she's she has a lot more of this hormone called relaxin coursing through her body. And it's really making everything just wibbly wobbly. With the chiropractic adjustment, it's able to just kind of really hold that in place. So that way... Once the healing process starts post-birth, it's just less work that our body has to do for the healing process to continue. 
Right. Absolutely. And also if you're getting adjusted while you're pregnant, you are making sure that when baby's growing and Mm -hmm. you're developing and all of these things inside your body are shifting, that you're not shifting out of alignment and that you're staying more healthy because that ultimately passes on to baby and baby will be healthier. A lot of patients have said, you know, they've had an easier delivery Mm -hmm. um, and baby came out healthier. Yeah. It makes a world of a difference when mom is getting adjusted. I have spoken to colleagues or friends rather from outside of the chiropractic world who did not receive any adjustments and just hearing the contrast of the experiences is mind blowing, Mm -hmm. mind blowing. It was Mm -hmm. just so much easier for the women that I knew that were under care to give birth because their system was balanced. They were in that parasympathetic resting state. They weren't constantly fighting stress. I mean, stress isn't always bad. Stress is good. Right. Stress can be good. But the women who weren't getting adjusted, their bodies didn't know how to handle that stress, didn't know how to adapt to it. So I think they were having to fight that plus what they thought would be a traumatic birth because they just weren't in that proper state of mind. It helps on so many levels, the chiropractic Mm -hmm. adjustment, not only on the physical level, but also on the mental level. Just getting that support, it's all good for mom. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. So then let's talk about when the baby's born. Yeah. I know the answer, but my listeners may not. Okay. Um, How early can a baby get adjusted after they're born? Honestly, the sooner the better. I've heard stories of babies getting adjusted a minute after after being born. Yes. Five minutes after being born, um, two days. I mean, there's really, it's never too early to be adjusted. They were being adjusted while they were in mom. The chiropractors do these gentle contacts on mom's belly. The baby's benefiting from that. Anyway, after the baby's born, right, there's really no, no time is too soon. Mm-hmm. For those that aren't familiar with how babies are adjusted, imagine just getting your finger right now. If you're driving, maybe don't do this because you need both your eyes to drive. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Place the tip of your index finger on the lid of your eyeball, on your eyelid. It's no more pressure than you would put on that. It's super, super gentle and so specific that baby can hardly even feel it. That's a really good point because a lot of people who talk to me, once they do find out that we adjust babies and Mm -hmm. kids um, and children and of all ages, they freak out because they're like, oh my gosh, you actually do that to a baby? And it's like, okay, well, we adjust adults way differently than we adjust kids versus babies versus, you know, whatever. So Exactly. I can understand the fear that some new parents that haven't been exposed to pediatric chiropractic can have. Like I get their fear because all they see is the adults on YouTube maybe getting, you know, twisted and cracked and popped. 100% different. That is not what we do with kids in the field. It's, like I mentioned, no more pressure than you would put on your eyelid or even testing a ripe tomato, ripe avocado. Right, and I think that this is so very important. I was a CA prior to starting school and um, we saw kids and babies and stuff. I didn't realize the importance until I started school of since birth, the adjustment aspect. So from birth on, how important it is to get adjusted while you're developing and while things are happening and you're growing versus waiting till you're an adult and then getting adjusted. Right. Absolutely. Uh, with kids, it's re- kids and really with babies, it's important to know how the birth itself went. If the mother had a really traumatic birth where she had planned a home birth, but she had to go to the hospital because something went wrong and she had to get a C-section. Not all parents realize what happens during the C-section. I mean, it's a widely known fact that when the doctor or person is pulling the baby out of mom, there's a lot of twisting that happens in the process. Twisting of the neck and it's just really, I mean, the 
we mentioned this before, the baby is really fragile. It's just a big pile of jello. It's just a yes. big clump, jello yes. clump. And with all the twisting and added trauma that's happening, potential trauma that's happening with the birth, uh, we just never know what's going on. Cranial bones could have been misaligned that eventually as the kid grows up could solidify in that misaligned position. So it's really just about building a strong foundation from birth, making sure that everything is in its proper place. So as the human body solidifies over time, it's creating a better environment for the baby's neurology to grow. Right, because it's easy to fix things as they come little mm-hmm. bits at a time exactly. until waiting till someone is completely developed to try to then correct all the traumas from growing up exactly. or falling off your bike or and you it's know not, birth. it's not uncommon a lot of people do tend to come to see chiropractors well into their adulthood mm-hmm. after they've had years and years of trauma potentially a traumatic birth experience from when they came out of mom and they're hoping that it all gets fixed in just you know one visit mm-hmm. that's not exactly how it works it took years and years for your body to get I don't want to say damaged for lack of of a better word, destroyed. And it it doesn't, the healing process doesn't just happen in one visit. So kind of going back to our previous point, that's why it's important to get checked when you're a kid. And if needed, getting checked and getting adjusted are two very different things. Mm -hmm. Get checked as a kid and get adjusted as needed. So that way, as you grow and develop, you know, a kid's system is developing properly. Right. You brought up a really good point talking about birth traumas. Yes. Because as beautiful as birth can be, mm-hmm. it is a very traumatic event. It can be. Yes. It can be. Depending on how much preparation the mom has done and how much support she's had, it doesn't have to be a traumatic event. It can be a very blissful and beautiful and easy. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. That's actually where my passion lies. My passion lies in post the postnatal period, um, focusing on mom, not so much on I mean, I'm going to focus on kids too, right. but my, that's where my, my focus is on, making sure mom's getting all the support she needs. So when we talk about, obviously, mom getting adjusted while she's pregnant mm-hmm. and the benefits of that, and then the benefits of adjusting a baby and a child and then all throughout the developmental stages, what are the benefits for mom afterwards? I love that you're bringing this up because that's actually where my passion actually lies. I'm I love adjusting kids. I love adjusting babies. My focus really goes on mom. I think that's because I, I'm one of six kids. So I saw my mom giving birth to all of us. I'm the second oldest and just her struggles of not getting the care that she needed, the support that she needed after all of us were born. That's where my heart is. And so you're asking, what are the benefits of getting adjusted, if any, after Mm -hmm. giving birth? Mm -hmm. There are two trains of thought, really. I'm kind of going back and forth, but there are some chiropractors that think mom should get adjusted immediately after birth. Her, She still has a lot of, you know, relaxing in her system. Her system is very malleable. We need to get her aligned as soon as possible. I'm all for that, Um, especially if the mom is giving birth in a birth center and the chiropractor is already there, chiropractor is already part of her birth team. Yes, mama, please get adjusted. The other school of thought is waiting a while till you get adjusted again. Been reading quite a few books. I've read the first 40 days. I'm reading the postnatal depletion cure. Quite a few books that are now getting me to think that maybe the best thing for mom is to really take the first 40 days and only focus on baby, whether that's being isolated in your house. A lot of other cultures do that. That's a big thing in India, in Africa, in parts of, I think it's Southeast Asia, where it's part of the culture. It's embedded in the culture to be quarantined, to be isolated rather. Mm-hmm. So the mom, the baby and dad or partner rather can have as much bonding time as possible. And if a chiropractor comes in to adjust, they're kind of invading that space mm-hmm. that really should be 
Sacred. Sacred. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm teetering back and forth. I'm for mom getting adjusted after birth if it's not at any extra burden to her. If mm. she's having to get all of baby stuff and her stuff in the car to make it on time for a chiropractic po- appointment, mom, please don't like stay home. Right. Stay home. Relax. Mm-hmm. If you need a home visit, a home visit's the way to go. But whatever is least invasive to you and your base that you've created at home for your healing. That's what takes precedent. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. You focus or you are wanting to focus on mom after birth based off of your experiences with like your mom and what you saw. Exactly. And, and I want to make sure she's supported in that transition because at the birth, it's not just the baby that's born. A mom is born too, especially for first time moms. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Love you guys, but I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> it's a first, yeah. right? We all learn during our first. Sure. And just having that extra support and whatever I could do to help support mom in that new role, let me help you. Yeah. Can you list some benefits of continuing chiropractic care after having a baby? So I'm sure, you know, mental health and depression right. is is huge. And mm-hmm. a lot of moms experience depression after they deliver. Yeah, it's interesting. I've actually come across a few. I wish I had them to cite right now. There are some new studies that are coming out that postpartum depression mm-hmm. is actually caused from potentially traumatic birth. So if the mom was in a bad mental state of mind, she had planned for her birth to go one way, but all of a sudden 180, 360, 180, whatever yeah. the degrees is, it just didn't go the way she pictured it. And and then she didn't get the support that she needed from doctor, like she was promised XYZ things. Mm-hmm. And then she got sent home with nothing. That could potentially be tied to postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Continuing with chiropractic care after birth, of course, is going to help you physically. We've mentioned this time and time again, but it's just that additional support mm-hmm. that additional support who's on your team your chiropractor is on your team hopefully yeah <laughs> they are <laughs> and if they're not come see dr get her, ashley <laughs> <get her> <laughs> uh, yeah it's just what we've already said yeah. yeah get checked but it's also a support your friend i love that you're saying that because i've spoken about our thoughts yeah and how they turn into emotions and then how those emotions can relate like in our lives in previous podcast episodes and i think having the support like you said and that right state of mind Mm -hmm. to where you feel relaxed and that you're actually enjoying the experience instead of stressed. And, you know, especially for first time moms, like it can be stressful and I can't speak onto that because I don't have kids. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it's different when you're actually going through it. But, you know, we see people who have these plans and everything worked out and, you know, sometimes it goes the way it's supposed to and sometimes it doesn't. So making sure that we're there to support mom and family and make sure that we can do everything we can to comfort her. I think for me, that has a lot to do with like my doula training. And that's why I just love that dual role as like a chiropractor doula. Mm -hmm. But I just love that your focus is going to be on that. I absolutely love that you wrote this book. I love what you're doing for our profession. And I just, I can't speak enough just on how I feel about what you're doing. So thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. I know it is fun and I I hope to have you back and we can talk about your other books and your programs and all the things that you're doing because uh, like I said with chiropractic kiddos pregnant moms it's like a new topic for a lot of people so uh, the more we talk about it the the more they'll know oh I'm so excited thank you you're welcome bye